0: hello 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 podcast fam we have got a man with us today who has such an incredible journey and he's going to talk all about it we're going to talk mental health and feeling your best and supplements and his invention which is very cool and how he's a pioneer in the health and wellness field so we have Udo Erasmus with us today
1: welcome how are hi. you hi hi Amanda I'm uh, glad to be on Otherwise, yes. if I wasn't talking to you, I'd be talking to myself <laughs> in the bathroom mirror. And that's boring. No, that's not as fun. Because <laughs> I, I, I already mo- know my story.
0: Right. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes you need an expert opinion. So you have to talk to yourself.
1: Yeah, well, I, 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 if I want an expert opinion, I try to be, become really, really, really quiet.
2: Because
1: mm. there is an expert inside. And when I get oh. quiet,
2: mm-hmm. the
1: expert shows up called insight
0: i love that and i think a lot of people are never quiet long enough
1: Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. i I think i think the biggest problem on the planet or in the human race and Mm -hmm. therefore the planet is that we don't take time to be present in the space that our body occupies because there's energy in there there's awareness in there there are Mm -hmm. gifts in there there's joy in there there's peace in there, there is yeah. unconditional love there. And we're racing around trying to find it on the outside by pulling stuff together. Mm-hmm. And we're missing that we already got what we're looking for.
0: Oh, this is going to be so good.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I already yeah. know it's going to be. So good. <laughs> yeah, so. And so I wonder if you think this as well, because this is something that I think COVID um, shined a light on because it shut it shut so much of the world down. So people mm-hmm. who were able to go like hamsters on a wheel 24-7 finally had to slow down. And I think it precipitated a an inner knowing crisis for most people because mm-hmm. they're like, holy shit, I've never met myself. I spent mm-hmm. my whole life trying to avoid myself and now I'm forced to sit with myself.
1: Yeah, well, there's, there yeah. There's, there's a couple of ways. My, my quip is, if you can't go outside, go inside, because there's nothing ever keeps you, no matter what's going on on the outside, even if you're mm-hmm. in jail, even if you're, right. you know, even if you've got your hands tied behind your back and you're tied to a chair or whatever the, the, yeah. the, the, the this external restriction would be. There's yeah. no internal restriction. All the doors, all the way down to the, to the core of your being, where yeah. all, all the goodies are. Those doors are all open and they have no locks on them and they don't even have latches on them. They don't even have That's a door so on them. They're just, just open. <laughs> They're just open. So, if, so if you can't go outside, go inside. Oh,
2: and if, so and if,
1: there's a, if there is a good thing about COVID is that if you think about it, the greatest people who ever lived, which were the great masters, Buddha mm. and Krishna and mm. Christ, and the greatest people in thousands of years have not been able to put humanity on hold for a little self-examination in mm. thousands of years. And COVID got it done in a couple of months. Worldwide. That and is worldwide. bananas
0: to think about.
1: Worldwide. And then, mm. the, and then when we do that, because it was forced, right? Yeah. It wasn't chosen. It was forced, right? right? Then it's like the people who like to go inside say, great. I have more time to enjoy mm. the, the, the incredibleness of my own life. Mm-hmm. The people who are used to always just being on the outside, racing around and doing this yeah. and doing that, they go through a little, a little addiction withdrawal because we're addicted mm-hmm. to doing. And yep. now we got to sit still in being. Being, <sighs> of course, is more important than doing. Preach. because Give it because, to us. Yeah, because being, you can mm-hmm. live without doing. You can right. be without doing, but you can't mm-hmm. do without being.
0: And we are human beings, not human yeah.
1: doings. Right, and we but we live like we were human doings. <laughs>
0: sure. Right?
1: And so then you so then you have to sit through addiction, and that's where the frustration mm. of COVID came from. Is mm-hmm. we, we we've had our addiction. We've we've been cut off our drug. Sure. Right? Our drug is activity. We're addicted yeah. to doing. So now we cut off the drug. Now we go through survival system, restless. Mm. You know, empty. Uh, you know, stir crazy, stir crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and then it's like, well, I have my rights and I should be able to and blah, blah, blah. And then you get through (laughs) this whole thing where you're fighting with yourself until you finally say, okay, I can't go out. Let me just sit in my butt. (laughs) I get back to how incredible, how magnificent, how awesome Mm -hmm. it is to be dust, water, air and solar energy all mixed together Mm -hmm. to be able to have the human experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I find that the people who try the hardest to avoid the human experience, to yeah. avoid the heartache and the pain, and the, they always want to chase joy, right? They want to chase happiness without mm. understanding that it's all or it's nothing. But to not allow the full human experience of like getting your heart broken and getting your hopes up and getting them dashed and laughing so hard, it hurts. Like yeah. that's the full human experience. And people who try and cut themselves off from that, cut themselves off from everything and it is so heartbreaking because they don't understand that that's a consequence
1: right this this is true and this is the drama and the fun of Mm -hmm. of of life you know every day is different something you you know the unexpected things always Mm -hmm. happen but that can be scary if you don't have a foundation you know it's like Mm -hmm. if you're a little kid you got your mother's hand to To hold, right? Right. Then you can be in the crazy world and not get confused. Right. But we have something like that inside of us, Mm. a foundation. And that foundation is not affected by any of the dramas and any of the traumas. Yeah. So we can do the drama and the trauma Mm
2: -hmm. as
1: long as we also cultivate the wholeness. Yeah. So that we have them both. And when, we're, when we get good at going to where our foundation is within mm-hmm. us, then we have choice. I can, I can look at the trauma and deal with the trauma and do mm-hmm. what I need to do the, in that arena. But that's not my whole world. Right. I also have at the same time, mm-hmm. I can just s- switch my awareness over to the thing that could have never been traumatized because it's so right. far beyond trauma. Sure. That is not affected by any of that. And we have yeah. both of those in us all the time.
2: Mm.
0: I love that. My parents always said whenever I was going to, so I'm originally from Florida, moved to North Carolina, um, didn't know anyone, didn't have any friends, had never been to the state. And they said, the worst mm-hmm. thing that happens is that you come home. And when you were, <laughs> that's the worst thing that happens, right? Yeah, and when yeah, you were yeah. talking, it reminded me of that phrase because we're home. And so the worst thing that yeah. happens, you can always come home, but we are our own home and people don't know and they forget
1: and and it's and that home is magnificent and awesome yeah and there's peace in it and there's unconditioned love in it there's joy in it there's genius in it there's insight in it there's there's laughter in it there's humor in it there's all the good things that people want (laughs) yeah we're sitting on them right Literally. That's like I have a million dollars in my left pocket, but I'm only looking for money in my right pocket, but there's only lint in my right pocket oh <laughs> right. my I'm a poor boy I'm, I'm a so poor boy, <laughs> boy. you got to look in the pocket where the money is, if you want to find out how much money you got it's so true and it's the same thing it's like you know if we want love and joy and and happiness in our lives, we gotta look f- mm. to where they live in us, yeah, and they're not even conditional. it's not like this has to happen, right. and then I'll be happy. You know, there. I could say, you know, I'll be happy when eight billion people love me. How much time are we going to spend being happy? <laughs> Zero. Zero, right? I'll and I, and then I change it and say, I'll be happy because that's part of my nature. I can just go there,
2: and so can I can be choose. happy,
1: and so I can just be happy for no reason.
2: I
0: love
1: that. How? Other you- than, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, I was going to say, how do you like, how do people flip that switch if they're like, oh, crap, that's me. Like, I'm looking outside of myself. How do people build that connection with themselves?
1: I I think the first thing is you need to understand that you came loaded into the world with all the things you're (sighs) already that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You came into the world with them. In fact, if you were in your when you were in your mother's womb, I call it the Buddha tank. Right. (laughs) And in the Buddha tank, there was nothing to do. I love that. It's just like COVID lockdown, right? Nothing to do, Except nowhere exist. to go, nowhere to go, <laughs> right? Uh, everything was taken care of. It was pretty safe. Mm-hmm. You didn't have language. You weren't even breathing.
2: Mm.
1: You weren't eating. You weren't peeing. You weren't doing, you're just hanging out on a little <laughs> cord in, in, a, in a tank, right? Your body was get, growing. You were not growing the body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That was all, ha- all just happening. And you were there, you were. And because there was no place to go, your awareness
2: mm.
1: was focused inside, in its source, in life, within your body. And you spent nine months there. You were never bored, even though there was nothing going on, <laughs> right? And you were, you could say, in those nine months, you were in deep, deep, deep meditation Mm-hmm. fully present in your being and fully absent anywhere else, mm. right? That's the first, yeah. that's the, so, and then you got born, you got pushed out of the Buddha tank, right? And now you're <laughs> <awareness>, ripped out, <laughs> with your yeah, wh- 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 however it happened, <laughs> right? Uh, and and then y- and then your awareness had, you had to get to know the world. So your mm-hmm. focus of awareness went out through your senses mm. into the world Right. It's called gained the world and lost your soul. Could say that, yeah, right. And so you're a, so you got to know the world because you have to do that for survival. Because you know, every time something changes, you're attracted to it because mm-hmm. you have to assess: is this friend to embrace, right. is this foe to run mm-hmm. like hell or fight, <laughs> or is it a, irrelevant and just I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just ignore it? And you have yeah. to do that very quickly. It's important for survival. You mm-hmm. we get really good at doing that. And we end up now being present outside in our focus Mm -hmm. and absent inside. Mm. So we got disconnected from ourselves in that process. It's a natural process. Can't blame anybody for it. Yeah. And heartache Mm
2: -hmm.
1: is is the feeling that comes from that inner disconnection. Mm. So now because you didn't know that you disconnected from inside and you have to reconnect inside, now you're looking for all your connections. You're outside. trying to fill a void. Yeah. And they change all the time. Mm-hmm. And whenever something ends that you, that you got attached to, mm-hmm. your heart aches. So the thing on the outside is the trigger. Mm-hmm. But the heartache yep. is, not about, is not about that person or that situation. heartache is you 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 are reminded of your loss of your connection to yourself right you're reminded of your disconnection from yourself Mm. and what that is it's the greatest gift we have other than being alive Mm. because heartache is your heart calling it your focus to come back home inside Mm. to its source in life yeah when you and so when you so so the first thing is to know that it's within you. The second is to recognize that heartache is a gift, and to be with it when you feel it. Mm. You know, not to run from it, not to distract yourself mm-hmm. from it, not to explain it away, not to deny it, not to ignore right. it, not to blame it on something or somebody. To feel it, just to feel it, mm. because because it gets you out of your head, mm-hmm. it makes you simple, grounds you. Yeah. It's your driving force. It's actually if you allow heartache. It
2: to be. Yeah. heartache.
1: Heartache drives everything because, mm-hmm. we, because it's very powerful to want to feel whole again. That's mm-hmm. why we do all our stuff that we do, whether it's sex <laughs> or whether it's money or whether it's sure. projects or whether it's inventions whatever or adventures or whatever it is. <clears throat> we're always hoping that at the end of, our, of that, when we're mm-hmm. successful, then we'll be okay again. And when we do it, sometimes we spend 20 years doing a yeah. big project. And after that 20 years, and it's successful, we get three days where we're saying, yeah, I did it, <laughs> I did it, I did it. And then and what's
2: then the next?
1: The, and then on the fourth day, mm. this restlessness is back. Wow. Because, because we thought the success was going to make us whole, but it doesn't. Because wholeness, mm. wholeness comes from coming back home right wholeness is homework not work out there
0: oh that's a good phrase wholeness right?
1: is homework that's good right but so yeah. fall in so fall in love with doing the homework
0: yeah <laughs> and i i find that people who so i i put people so i'm a therapist by trade yeah. um and i know that you have a master's in clinical psychology i believe
1: no uh, counseling
0: in counseling okay so our brains may work similar. I find that people who are chasing the outside, who are looking to be whole, who are driven by heartache, are filling a void. Right? They always miss the mark because they're they're out, not in. Where I find that people who are rooted in themselves, people who are already home, chase joy. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if that's something uh, that you No, see. I,
1: I think I, I think we can take it a little further. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Before I knew how to come home Mm -hmm. and I had to learn how to do that because I, you know, just like everybody, I I went out there and I got confused and I tried this and I tried that. And I I was in a war and, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like there's a lot of stuff went on, right. Before Mm -hmm. I knew how to come home to myself for the fulfillment that I was looking for. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Everything I looked at in the world, there was always this thing anxiety, Mm. right? What can I do that will get me taken care of?
2: Mm.
1: It didn't matter what it was. There were things that needed to be done that I wouldn't do because I couldn't see how they would take care of me if I didn't. Sure. There was always a getting involved in that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So because I'm discontent, I'm a getter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. When I learned to come home, Mm -hmm. it completely changed. It's like, oh, my God. I'm taken care of, I'm yeah. cared for, I'm okay, mm. I'm whole. And if I don't feel whole, I know where to go to feel whole because it's right. within me. So I don't have to run anywhere to do it. I just have right. to come home, right? Yeah. And then your and choices was, are so much better. Yeah, and then it was, okay, I'm cared for, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It isn't about me anymore.
2: Mm.
1: It's not about me getting c- taken care of it anymore. So what else is left to do? What needs to be done? Yeah. Where can I help? Ah, How can I make the good. biggest splash for good yeah. in the time that I have on earth? right? Yeah. So I turned, So that, that was a transformation from being a getter mm-hmm. to becoming a giver.
2: Mm.
1: And now I can do things and not always try in ways like, what am I going to get out of this? Because mm-hmm. I don't need to get anything out of it because yeah. i'm i'm okay because you're already whole right yeah yeah and and yeah. nothing that i'm gonna do i'll do it because it needs to be done not because it's gonna make me whole right because it isn't gonna make me whole there's nothing <laughs> out there makes me whole in here yeah and i'm already whole in here. which i think
0: i think if is I, one of the secrets oh go ahead
1: yeah if i if i bring my awareness right to where that wholeness lives
0: and i think that's one of the secrets to like Integ like success with integrity. So a lot of people can say they're successful because they make a lot of money or they whatever, but there's no integrity there. That's not success to me. But success with integrity is you give to give and more opportunities come your way. And so you give more and you're rewarded appropriately. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that, I think is one of the big missing secrets when people say, well, I want to be successful or I, you know, I want to do these things like give more, give more without expectations, give more without strings, but that That does take A certain being
1: whole within yourself to do. But that, yeah, I was was going to say, but but that's really (laughs) hard to do. Yeah. If you don't feel whole, Mm -hmm. then, then, you know, let me just pretend to be whole. That doesn't work either. Right. Right. So, and, you know, all the really wise people
2: Mm -hmm. always
1: said, put this first. Give this priority. Kingdom Mm -hmm. of heaven is within. Seek first the kingdom. You know, everything you need is there and then everything else will fall into place. Everything else, your life will become more abundant. Everything Mm -hmm. will work better. You're going to have a better energy. People will like you more. You'll be more helpful. People will,
2: you know. They'll be drawn to you. you. You'll be
1: inspired. People are drawn to inspired people, even if they have evil intent. If they're inspired, people flock to them. Yeah. Yeah, people can be on
0: the wrong side of the spectrum. but. Yeah, the energy still works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And people are attracted. If they, if they don't have a way to get to the energy within themselves, mm-hmm. then they will find somebody who does mm-hmm. and they'll follow them around. Best how thing is old? the Go best ahead. thing is the best thing is you, mm-hmm. you find out how to get in touch with yeah. your own magnificence. And it's not, it's not, this is not, uh, what do you call them? Um, uh, people who are just into themselves
0: oh like uh oh crap like ego ego maniacs, or like narcissists yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. uh narcissism
0: yeah right?
1: not that way so when you say you know i life is magnificent
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'm not a narcissist because the narcissists are always trying to get it from the outside too
2: right
1: okay? so i don't need it from the outside so i so i say narcissist are not narcissistic enough because if they really did what was really good for them they would feel so taken care of that the narcissism yeah. would be over
0: they would do the work yeah they would do the work how old were you when that um, became your reality
1: well it, it's it's like a work in progress i sure. had some yeah i i came out of a war i was very shy i read lots of books cuz they were safe you know they were mm. there were no real bullets in a in a book about war I got really? the real bullets when I was two and a half yeah and so, so I was very 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 withdrawn so I wasn't as excited about running out into the world as some people yeah. were and so um, when I was six years old I listened to people argue and I thought what they argued about was trivial and I said mm-hmm. man there must be a way that people can live in harmony And then Mm -hmm. this little cocky voice, oh, and I'm going to find out how, not knowing how complicated (laughs) everything is, right? right. But that's been my driver. So I Mm -hmm. got into science, and then I got into biosciences, and then I got into psychology, and then I got a year Mm -hmm. of medicine, because I thought that's about health, but it was only about disease. So I went back into biochemistry and genetics. Then I left university in my, I was probably 20. Well, I was 26 when I left university because I wasn't finding what I was looking for because mm. I was looking for myself, right? Oh, and I thought yeah. I'd find it in biology because biology mm. is about life and life. So that, sure. that's, well, we didn't we didn't study life in biology. We studied right. form and function. Mm. And anytime we started with something alive, it was dead by the time we're done with it, but we never got a beaker full of life that we could look at. I thought it was l- going to be liquid and shining. Sure, you know, but we didn't. And I, then I said to my lab partner, you know, we should study ourselves because we got form and function and life all together right here. And we right. don't have to and we don't have to kill it to get to know it. <laughs> right. Right. And, uh, and the same with psychology. Psychology is study of soul. Mm. That's what the word means. But we didn't study soul. We studied, no. be, uh, we, we studied uh, uh, beliefs and emotions. Mm-hmm. We didn't study soul. And so I left university and got a leg, did a, checked out a psychedelics. They sort of blew my door open because yeah. I was so tightly wound in my childhood, mm-hmm. blew the door open. Oh my God, this, the way I live is only one way out of thousands. Right. And I started looking at possibilities and then I, uh, I got, uh, kind of burned out on psychedelics because I did quite a bit for a couple of years. And I said, I'm not going to do any psychedelics because they're not addictive. So this is not a big, big deal. I'm not going to do any psychedelics because I only get one body and I want to look after it. So I want to give it a chance to recover. (laughs) Is it your home? And before those two years were up, I had a couple of experiences. And then I ran into somebody who said, the peace that you search for in the world is within you. And I can show you how to connect to it. And I didn't think he could because I was by that time I was thirty, and mm-hmm. he was fourteen, and my and I said, "Wow, what's a fourteen-year-old going to teach me? <laughs> I've been around, right?"
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, and then I thought, well, if he can, I, I I peace is definitely something I'm sure. interested. in. Yeah. And if he can't show me, I'll do it. And if he can't show me, I'll just keep looking. And so then he showed me a method that I still practice. I thought it was too I thought it was too simple. Mm. <laughs> because it was h- really hard to get to the moon, it was really complicated. Where the magic that, is? Yeah, we had and we hadn't gotten to peace, so I thought peace mm-hmm. must be more complicated than going <laughs> to the moon, right? This is all just logic, right? Like a <laughs> some kind of logic. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, it's a kind of logic that comes from ignorance, <laughs> right? It's definitely right. ignorant knowledge, right? <laughs> yeah. And so and so uh, then I started doing it, and I found out that. The the woman that I lived with at the time and I were argued all the time, every day. I mean, I would just say mm. one sentence, she would immediately take opposite view. Yeah. And I was insecure enough to want her to agree with me. Mm. And so we'd get into these this like, oh and we were living in the mountains in Colorado, ninety one hundred feet, in a wow. cabin in the woods that should have been heaven. And it was <laughs> and it was hell. And, yeah. it was hell- and so I get I get so upset and it was like I was either going to hit her or mm. I had to leave. Yeah, So I would leave and I would sit down <laughs> on a log and then do like this practice for five or ten minutes. And it's basically a practice where you just get still inside. You mm-hmm. follow your breathing. You know, it's like everything calms down. I look at it it's like we argued about that. That's so trivial. Mm-hmm. So I learned that if I did the practice before the before the argument, I wouldn't mm-hmm. rise to the bait. Mm-hmm. So by six months in, I said, "Okay, this works." And so I start. So I I basically practiced that. But yeah. I had other experiences, like very powerful experiences, uh, that that made a, a big difference as well. This was a way of everyday check in, everyday check in, because yeah. you, you go out automatically. You have mm-hmm. to go come back deliberately, because there's nothing inside that's changing and saying, "Look right. at me, look at me." Right. No, so that's why heartache is so good because it gets you so close. Because yeah. less than a hair's breadth behind your heartache is your wholeness. Mm. Less than a hair's breadth. As so long as you're, you're willing to
0: like walk through it.
1: As long, yeah, but you and it's uncomfortable. Oh, sure. You know, when your heart aches, it's uncomfortable.
0: But so is being miserable for your whole life. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You know, Short term yeah, yeah. discomfort, yeah. long term happiness. Choose the misery that <laughs> takes you in the right direction. Right.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. The amount of yeah. times that I teach that, I'm like, well, you can be miserable forever, or you can change this one thing and be miserable for a week and yeah. be happy. Right. Yeah, I feel like I teach that all the time.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so um, your question, I, I forget what your question was, but it had something to do with when did, oh, how old was I? Oh, so, I was like, I don't know now. <laughs> so when my, so when my mind got really blown, I was 28. And what had happened is I, you know, we, we didn't grow up religious. My parents were nominally Lutheran, but they nature was their, was their religion. Mm. And when we asked questions about all that kind of stuff, because we live in a culture where that's a topic, Right. Mm-hmm. They would say, check into it yourself, dig it out for yourself, yeah. figure out what it means to you and make, a, make your own decision on it. So I, I really it. like it because nobody, nobody pushed it on me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, I, but I got to a point where I said, okay, my f- grandfather's been dead for 50 years, but I don't even know his name. Mm-hmm. He died before I was born. And I don't know anybody who no- remembers his name. But they're still talking wow. about this Jesus guy 2,000 years later. Yeah. What's the difference between my grandfather and this guy? Why are they still talking about it? There must have been mm-hmm. something there. Mm-hmm. And so I got a red letter edition where, where everything Jesus says is in red ink. Oh, okay. Yeah. The rest of it is in black ink because I wanted to know what the master had to say. I wasn't interested yeah. in the Old Testament. In other stuff, Yeah. Yeah. And so I I started reading that and putting little things to the test, which we were told we shouldn't do. Mm. We should just believe. But I was not good at just believing.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And so so I had some really interesting experiences out of that. And then I got in with a Christian group. They called themselves the Jesus People's Army. That should have been a a warning to me from (laughs) my war days, but it wasn't. (laughs) And I thought, well, these guys must be looking, trying to figure it out themselves just mm. like I am and so we'll get together and we'll talk to each other and I'll learn something from them and they'll learn something from me yeah. and we'll all go go we'll all go very go idealistic enriched, Right. <laughs> right. And I walked into right. this place and, yeah yeah it, big, big assumption too <laughs> and I walked in they had a coffee house I walked down sat down at a table mm-hmm. and this guy swooped in next to me and I didn't introduce myself I just looked at me in the eyes and I said it must be possible to see God and live. Because we were told as kids, if you see God, you die. And Mm -hmm. I I, I had a problem with that because it's like, wait a Mm -hmm. minute, you're supposed to be close to this guy. He's supposed to be your father. He's supposed to be the one that cares for you and loves Mm -hmm. you. And if you really, and so you want to be a good kid and you want to really get to know him. And then you see him and he kills you. It's like, what is this? (laughs) What did he he say? he, He jumped out of his chair and just you're from the devil. You're from the Antichrist. Get out! So it's like oh. oh I went in with my heart oh, open, no. and then there was a boot sticking out of it. <laughs> right. Oh, talk I'm about a the,
2: heartache.
1: So I'm in the on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. in the dark, oh. completely confused, and yeah. oh, and so desperate. I don't. I don't remember ever being so desperate. Mm. And I really, really, really wanted to know. And so I used to do, I did what I used to do when I when I got confused in the city. Mm. I take off into nature, hang out in nature and clear right. my head. What yeah, city were you to, in? Uh, Vancouver. Okay. And I went to west coast of Vancouver Island. Mm. There's a beach, they're called Wreck Beach. There's uh, logs and somebody had draped some plastic over the logs and it was made a little dwelling. And so I w- went there and I said, "Okay, well, this is where I'm living for the weekend." And I went into, <laughs> and went in, lay down, fell asleep, and in the middle of the night, I woke bolt upright. And uh-huh. this is being made of light. Couldn't tell if it was male or female, or okay. whether it was old or young. human being made of light. Mm-hmm. No, no, no tag on that forehead who this is.
2: <laughs> no name, right? Jack.
1: That was rude of no. <laughs> and I And I didn't believe that kind of stuff because I had never experienced anything like that. Yeah, that's nuts. And embodied a message, but it didn't say the message. And I say it's because light has no lips and doesn't speak English. <laughs> Makes sense. So it embodied a message. I could put words to the message. And the message was, I am come not to judge, but to love. Hmm. I am come not to judge, but to love. I don't know. Do you know any better summary of, of Christ's message or the master's message? That was their message to humanity. Sounds about right. <laughs> I am come not to judge, but to love. Yeah. But that's not only the message of the masters to humanity. That's our job. I also figured out, yeah, that's life's message mm. to your body. And life is the master. Mm. And the so second before, coming and the yeah. second coming is when we all get that the master lives within us mm. and, and we get to know that master again by stillness practice
2: yeah
1: and get into that peace and that contentment and then express that into the world
0: that is a very different paradigm than growing up in a war who is literally the opposite of that I, which is i, well, I, I came to
1: the, take over I, yeah, I got the whole enchilada <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right yeah so so going from your childhood growing up in war and, and being a yeah. refugee to like humanity's job is to love and having seen both sides of that spectrum must yeah. have been
1: well, literally literally i got i got i got to experience all of it
2: yeah
1: right and from the from the worst that it gets because mm-hmm. it doesn't get worse than war
2: right
1: to the best it gets. And mm-hmm. we all have the best in us, and we all yeah. have the worst in us. Yes. And and exactly. where we end up is a is to some extent the result of influences on us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But ultimately, as adults, it's we the choose. result of choices.
0: I was just talking to a client about choices. Uh, Maybe last week, and they were saying, um, "I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this." I said, "You don't technically have to do anything." Exactly. Now, there's consequences to every choice that you make, but that doesn't mean that you don't still have a choice. And I think framing all of our behaviors as a choice is so powerful, and it it um, identifies how much accountability, like we really do
2: have.
1: Mm -hmm. We do, except if you don't know it. And you, because you, you know, because when I, because when I feel when I feel whole, I get that I have that I have choice. I, I, it's so clear because I'm not in my head. I'm not just in a little place in my head, you know, where I'm really angry or, or you know, we or impulsive, right? But I'm actually in a place where I get that anything is possible. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That's when choice. That's when choice becomes real. Honestly, I can go this way, and I can go this way, and I can go mm-hmm. that way, and I can go this way, anyway. and I can go nowhere,
2: yeah. right?
1: I but they all have, have consequences. Right. Yeah. But, but if you're not in a place where, you, where, you, where you're fully present,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then sometimes it's really hard to see that you have a choice. And it looks oh, like for sure. you don't have a choice. It's like okay. when you're tied up in trauma. Mm. You know, it, it looks like you have no choice, but the truth yeah. is the peace is within you, even when you have trauma, True. right? There's, they, they, yeah. they live together all the time.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. And maybe the trauma yeah. is here
2: mm-hmm.
1: or, you know, because it's usually something that happened once and then you make it happen over and over again from sure. your memory.
0: Right. Or sometimes like literally repeatedly. But,
1: that it happens repeatedly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like if you uh, like if you grow up in an abusive household, like the abuse yeah. is happening yeah, yeah, yeah. repeatedly. But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying to make light of that. I'm just right, saying, right. That, you know, how how do you deal with trauma? Well, mm-hmm. part of it is you have to sit with the trauma and you have to sort it out. Yes. And that's hard. Yes. work. It,
0: that's hard. Absolutely. Work.
1: But at the same time you also have the peace that was never affected by the mm-hmm. trauma and the unconditional love of life for your body that was never yeah. affected by the trauma. They're available to you as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you, if you have access to both, not just the trauma and the memory of trauma, but mm-hmm. also also to the peace, also to yeah. the thing that took care of you during the trauma. Yes. Right? That's, I, you know, in my war, something mm-hmm. took perfect care of me. And I was sick, when I was 26, I was still bitching about the war. And the war ended when I was three, <laughs> yeah. right? I was still bitching about the war. What do you expect? I was born in a war. What do you expect? I was born in a war. Mm. And one day it occurred to me, oh, my God. I was just sitting still on a porch in the sunshine in Vancouver. Yeah, It occurred to me, oh, my God. The whole time that all of this stuff was happening and ever since, something has taken perfect care of me. Mm. And I have never given that any acknowledgement. I have never shown yeah. any gratitude towards it. I've never had an interest in getting to know it. Mm. And it's like, what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <clears throat> so then it was like, okay, I think I'd like to get to know that a little better. And that was a big, yeah. a big turnaround for me from out there to coming home. Mm-hmm. Big. Turnaround. And that thing oh, is God. a Something, big
0: part of you, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's more me than me. Yeah, actually, it's more me than me. Yeah,
0: I find a lot of people beat themselves up for what they had to do to survive trauma, and so many people carry shame and guilt and anger for that part of themselves that said, "Well, I'm going to get through this, however I need to." Yeah, and I think a lot of the healing journey is not only forgiveness for how long people spent in trauma, especially if they were in an abusive relationship that they think they should have left sooner or whatever. Um but is forgiving what they did when they were surviving because who people are when they're surviving and who people are when they're safe are totally different. And for the ways that they continue to carry those behaviors because really undoing behaviors that you learn in trauma, it has to be very intentional, but most people don't even realize what they learned
1: to survive. Right. Right. So you you have to forgive yourself for what Mm -hmm. you needed to do. And then yeah. if you really want to be free, you have to let the other one go too, so that right. you're not preoccupied with. So you have to forgive the, the other person, not, okay. to make, not to make what they did right, yeah. but so you free yourself mm. from your obsession with it. Because ultimately, after trauma and before trauma too, but ultimately you want to live for life, from mm. life not from memory of trauma, not from, not from memory of war, not from yeah. all this stuff, because those are just signposts in a world that you're traveling mm-hmm. through. Yeah. But if you can get back to your heart and, and mm-hmm. go through that world with a heart filled with love,
2: mm-hmm.
1: your life is amazing. Do you Every, think forgiveness... And everybody has that in them. Hmm?
0: Yes. And it's, I love that you're talking about this. Do you think that forgiveness is necessary?
1: Or well, can people I, I, move on without it? No, I, well, it, it depends. Forgiveness it of de- others. Yeah, it depends. Like if you're obsessed with what somebody did to you. Yeah. You probably need to find a way to let it go. And forgiveness yeah. is the way to let it go. But mm-hmm. I can tell you this, that if I go deep enough into my own being. hmm there is nothing to forgive because nothing ever got wronged in that in that deeper mm-hmm. place.
0: Because they can't right. hit that that deepest part of you.
1: Yeah, for, for trauma, trauma goes goes to body, to mind, to emotions,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it doesn't go to unconditional love
2: mm-hmm. that
1: life has for you, or the peace that is the foundation of your and the universe's existence. Interesting. Trauma can't go there right? It's just like thoughts can't go into your elbow, right? They're all just up in the cortex of your brain, right? And so you put your focus in the cortex of your brain, and you got thought, 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 thoughts, 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 thoughts. There's no thoughts in your elbow, there's no thoughts in your breath, there's no thoughts in your kneecap, there's no thoughts in the, on your, in the feeling of your bum on the chair.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: So, and, and if you know that the freedom you have is to move your focus from wherever it is, mm-hmm. or wherever it drifts to, to wherever you want to deliberately put it. That's your greatest freedom. Right? So you can put it into trauma, you can put it into memories, you can put it into mm-hmm. emotions, you can put it into stories, you can put it yeah. into you can put it into your body, you can put it into the energy that yeah. enlivens your body, you can put it into the 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 peace that is is the foundation. Mm-hmm. You can put it in the corner between where the where the bookshelf meets the ceiling and the wall, right? You can put right. it in the, you know, you, so you can, can put it anywhere. It's a choice. Any, anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, right? it's a choice. And that's that's the greatest freedom we have. Mm-hmm. I so love we, that
2: because,
1: yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and so so literally, you can put it on trauma when it's time to deal with trauma, mm-hmm. and you can put it into peace when when it's not time to when deal with time. trauma.
0: I think a lot of people. So I get a lot of people that say, "Well, I." I wanna control my thoughts. I want to control my thoughts or I wanna control my emotions. And I'm like, good luck. <laughs> you yeah, can't yeah. Do no, that.
1: why? No, why? Because <laughs> you can't do the, it. the the function of the cortex of your brain
2: mm-hmm.
1: is to think. Right. And you're correlating and you're and you're you know, you're you're integrating and
2: mm-hmm. you're
1: interpreting and you know, you're putting things together, and mm-hmm. that's its job. Right. Why? Why should you ever want a part of you <laughs> whose job it is to do that, to not do that? That's like, that's like, that's like autocratic control. Right. But you don't have to have your awareness in that place, watching mm-hmm. your mind do its thinking. Right. You, can walk, you can walk from it. And again, this comes yeah. back to you can change your focus. How do you do that? Well, if people get driven crazy by listening to their mind, Well, just follow your breath,
2: Right, put it on a different focus. And you focus focus on your breath and you just go.
1: And you're already out of your head. Yeah. Right. Or, or, you know, put the, put the leg, put the, one of the legs of the chair on your foot. (laughs) On the chair. You know, it will immediately take your focus on your foot. Right. So true. Or you know why they say pinch yourself. That's why they say pinch Uh yourself, right? Because the moment I do that, I feel what that feels like Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I'm out of my head. Right. Right? Take a cold shower. Yeah. You know, when the cold water hits you.
0: I (laughs) tell people to bite a lemon.
1: Bite a lemon? Yeah. Yeah. I mean mean, there's you'll get in your body real quick. (laughs) There are so many ways to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, or admire a flower.
0: Yeah. Anything
1: that's out of your head and
2: into your Or watch
1: or watch a little spider go up and down blades of grass. Mm. If you're lying on the lawn. I used to do that when I was a kid. I remember a little red spider. My father said, Were the cows on the meadow? I said, I don't know, but there was this little red spider. (laughs) (laughs) He thought I was being very unpractical.
0: (laughs) You were just paying attention to the small details, which I also find is a secret to happiness. Pay attention exactly. to the little things.
1: And there are so many little things oh, to pay infinite. attention to that are infinite little things that are, that are entertaining and mm-hmm. that are fun and that are amazing. And mm-hmm. are uh, that's like, yeah. And, and and you're surrounded by it. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. live in a room. There are no plants in this room, but the fact that I'm breathing is because plants make oxygen. But there's a trampoline. I see the trampoline behind there's you. There's a trampoline. Yes.
0: How often do you use it? That's awesome.
1: Uh, I I really like trampolines. It's like bouncing on the bed. It. It's like being a kid bouncing <laughs> on the bed. You know, there's, so there's a, yeah, I, I use it pretty regularly.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh man, yeah. where do we go now? Where do we go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. So you you write books, which is amazing. Which one is your favorite?
1: Of of the books I've read?
0: Yeah.
2: I
1: and would your favorite say, book
0: that you've read.
2: Let's do both.
1: Oh, okay. Favorite book I wrote is called The Book on Total Sexy Health, The Eight Key Parts Designed by Nature, which is an overview of nature and human nature. I have mm. I have three missions in life. One of them, well, I I've maybe some other ones, but <laughs> one of my missions was to make sense of fats, how fats affect health, because it was a very confusing area when I got into it, yes. 1981, 1980. Uh, and then I have two other missions, which is one is to turn health into a systematically organized, teachable field. And the other Amazing. thing is to do the same thing with human nature.
2: Mm. And those
1: two are actually the same. Yeah. They're actually the same. Humans Except tend,
0: the, tend the
1: towards words health if they're left alone.
0: What's that? I said humans if they're left alone tend towards health because we know what we need. We just uh, get outside of ourselves and then we don't do it.
1: Well, uh Unless you disagree. Yeah. In which case educate yeah, yeah, me. No, no, i it's it's hard to get out of the training or yes, the mistraining.
2: Yeah.
1: So the idea of that we're gonna drift towards health, well We have to first drift out of our mistraining. And we've been trained ever since we were babies by a culture, depending Mm on different cultures, do it in different ways Mm -hmm. about what is right according to the culture. But what we really need to know is what is right according to life. And I don't know a single culture that is actually really in touch with life. Not even the Persian, not even the Indian cultures, not even the, even the even the, like indigenous the tribal, cultures, even the tribal cultures, you know, have, mm-hmm. have, have have gotten out of line in some ways.
0: So how do you get back in touch with like human nature and nature?
1: Well, we're we're, we're back to the same issue.
0: <laughs>
1: you go we, internal. Because here you are, peace. You know, the, the awareness can never mm-hmm. get sick and never dies. And it's your foundation. 100%. So that would probably make a difference to health, to be in touch with that, right? Right. Instead of going, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Oh, oh I'm going to die. Oh, my God, I'm going to die, right? Right. And, pe- that and some anxiety. people get very concerned about it. And they maybe mm-hmm. don't do it that way, but they have anxiousness and they're worried sure. about this. And what if, what if, what if, right? Mm. Life energy, which is solar energy, which is the master in you, Never gets sick, never dies.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Formless, indestructible. Probably a good idea to be to in tap into that. that. <laughs> to tap into that. <laughs> so that Out sense. of that comes inspired creativity. Inspired creativity is the positive part of mind.
2: Mm.
1: And it's the shine of life into the world. I love that. Because life is, is a shine. Life is energy. Yeah. Life is solar energy that was trapped by plants and stored in bonds between atoms to make molecules, some Mm -hmm. of which are food. We eat them, and then we break them down. And in our cells, we break down those bonds. That energy is released. That's life energy. Now it's called life energy. It was solar energy. Now it's life energy. Then when you go subjective and you actually close your eyes, get into stillness, and look into the darkness, you will discover there's a light in your darkness. You are that light. Oh. That is the master. That is the life energy.
0: The points that I, you make are just so good. <laughs> like They're just so good. That's so true. And I find that people who are most in touch with themselves yeah. are the most light. Like they feel light as in they're not so heavy. And then they exude light as well.
1: Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. Where's the light supposed to come from <laughs> if it's not coming of- from you? Even in right. relationships, right? I mean, my relationship is, this is like, this is the relationship disaster drama. (laughs) I saw the beauty in her. I saw the light in her. I saw the goddess in her. She saw it in me. Mm -hmm. Very attractive. Life is attracted to life. Yes. But the problem was, she couldn't get in touch with it in her. She didn't see it in herself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see it in myself. Mm -hmm. So I thought she should bring it to me. And she thought I should bring uh, it to her.
2: Yeah.
1: Neither of us weird. could get in touch with it. Well, where if I if neither of us can get in touch with the unconditional love
2: you that is it.
1: our life, to bring it into the relationship? Well, where the hell is it going to come from in the relationship if neither person can get to it? Right. That's why that's why relationships don't work. Mm. But if people do their homework first, and then right. get into a relationship with someone who's also done their homework and they don't Speedful. demand the impossible from each other then you can play and then you can dance and then you can have right. projects together and then you can do whatever you want right. but you're not depending on the other person to complete you to fulfill because you're already you.
2: full
1: because you came so into true. a whole, right
0: oh my god i want to talk to you forever <laughs>
2: <laughs> forever. I'm yeah, like, you no, no. Keep no, giving no us you, knowledge. Know,
1: you know how that goes? You you get to a place, it's, oh my God, forever, forever. <laughs> and you have to go pee. <laughs> See?
2: <laughs> so true. Right. Yeah. Oh, you oh, it's just so, so good. So
0: how do people find you if they're like, Oh my goodness, Udo is on it. That's my man. We yeah. love him. We want to hang out with him.
1: Yeah, people... uh, there, are a couple, there are a couple of ways. Uh, I, we haven't talked about this, but I work with oils and enzymes and probiotics for mm-hmm. so digestion. These are the most neglected areas in nutrition for physical health.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, by the way, number four, after inspired, uh, inspired creativity, is a physical body. That's mm-hmm. about food and fitness and, and rest and detox and digestion. Mm-hmm. And then number five is survival smarts. That's the protective part of mind. Yes. And that's that's human nature. So these five things are they are different nature, a different function. They need a different kind of attention. They go off in a different way, and they respond to different kind of intervention.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Then outside of that is social group. Yeah. Outside of that is social group. Then outside of that is natural environment, Mm -hmm. and outside of that is big picture. The fact that here I am in a terminal condition called the human body in an infinite universe and to be okay with that, to be present to it, and to be comfortable in it. Those are the eight eight parts. So true. And fundamentally, each one, you got to give each one its due because they all affect health. Everything affects health.
0: They're like a spider web. If you pull one, another one moves.
1: If you pull one thread, it pulls the whole spider web. Uh yeah I'm uh yeah in in a way in a way I I use a bullseye
2: I yeah, use a bullseye <laughs>
1: to 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 lay it out the inner three parts are not affected by our emotions mm-hmm. by our thoughts by our social issues by our environmental issues mm. they're not and lucky for us so that means the standard the highest standard we could live by. Is always built into is it. Is never
0: damaged. And
1: is never corrupted.
2: Mm.
1: You know, if you don't have that standard, whatever you do is always going to be corrupt because corruption means being off.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. And why there's sense. so much corruption in what people are doing in the world is because they're not doing the homework. Fundamental. It's very simple. It's actually very, very simple. Yeah. And we have, we have, we, we already got told that we ought to put. That first. Right. By, and yeah. And of course, but it's also been taken from us because it said, mm-hmm. well, he was perfect and you're screwed. <laughs> and then you got to do this, this isn't this and this. And right. then after you die, maybe some good stuff's going to happen to you. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Instead said, of having What I have, you have. Right. You can do more than I did. You know, what right. you've done to the least of these that you have done to me. That only makes sense that I am in everyone. Hmm. Right. Only they. The difference between them and us was they sat down and did the stillness practice and got in touch with it and lived and brought that to expression. And we, at best, dabble in it.
0: That's fair. Yeah, that's fair to say.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Where but do people find if, your
1: stuff? But but what if eight billion people actually did that? I don't know. <laughs> and it's possible. <laughs> and that is possible to happen. Because it's in everyone. Because it's their birthright. It's accessible, and it's accessible. Mm. More accessible now than ever, both because of communications. Yeah, I can talk to you. In where are you? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, and I'm on the west coast, right? Hey. Oh, so, so so we have the we have the communication, but we yeah. also have the wisdom, the collected wisdom from many many cultures and many many teachers. Right, That's and we have true. life. More we, have we, we have ourselves
2: and we have our most we important have knowledge.
1: that and we have that in us yeah right. so where do you find people find me udoschoice.com U-d-o-s-choice.com. that's a website where I talk about oils and, and, and enzymes and digestion and all of that kind of stuff and I have a website UdoErasmus.com. if you spell it right in the notes they can find it <laughs> I will spell it right. Or I mean, you can uh, find
0: everything else: your books and, and we, your mental yeah, health paradigms.
1: Yeah, oh, so and great. I, I have a YouTube channel, and I'm on Facebook, and I'm on Instagram, Maybe and soon. yeah, and I on mean, other
0: podcasts and doing I, the thing. And,
1: yeah, lots of yeah. I, I'm yeah. Uh, I've been around for a while, so I'm not hard to find. <laughs> but the more important than you finding me is finding yourself. One
0: hundred percent. So yeah. if people forget everything that we just said, and yeah. they only remember one thing that you're going mm-hmm. to tell them,
1: what would that be? I, I would say, you know, if you want to set a standard, like I, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who likes to set high standards.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Because every time I fail, I learn something. As mm. long as I don't drop the standard,
2: mm.
1: fail, get better, fail, get better, fail, get better, fail, get better. Pretty, pretty soon, I can live up to that standard. What is yeah. the standard? I am come not to judge, but to love. What if you? What if that was your standard for the way you live your life in the world?
2: People would be like,
1: "Would be pretty cool."
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd
1: like your, you'd like yourself a lot. I'd love it. And, and other people would like you, and you would probably be doing some pretty good things in your life.
0: Hell yeah, my dude! Oh my god, Udo, thank you so much for like pouring into us like this was amazing
1: yeah thank you I love doing I love doing this because I'm going to be 80 this year right congratulations so yeah so you know with the time I have this is what I want you may as
0: well party right
1: and this is the best party I know
0: (laughs) right podcasting is the best
1: yeah
2: Udo, thank you so much yeah thank
1: you thank you Amanda